Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it is a big show coming up, and I am fired up. Klaus, wake up! It's Klaus, I can... Klaus, you're not fired up. You need to... Because it's a big one. So get ready. Let's go. Woo! Klaus! I know you are fired up. I'm looking over at Doris in the concession stand, and she is fired up. 106. Still rocking up to work every single day. Absolute superstar that she is. Oh, Klaus. I can see a little bit too much nose hair. Yes, slaying on the axe there, Klaus. Well done. You've got a lot of nose hair coming out of that big honker of yours. Remember to pick up the Weed Whacker from Manscaped.com. Use code PIMP for 20% off and free shipping. Trust me, your sea of lovers, the ocean of lovers that you have, they will thank you. Because I, uh, I can't even fucking look at you right now, Klaus. I can't look at you. You disgust me in every single way. I can't concentrate. It's like a forest is coming out of your nose. You're putting me off. It's off-putting. We aren't going to do the show. We're not going to do the show. Please. You need to turn around, face that wall, and let me concentrate. Good. Oh, it's a big one. Let's go. Woo! Well, slag it on the guitar. I love it. I've been playing the guitar for two weeks. Not bad. That's much better now that I'm not looking at his ugly, ugly face, but now it's time to hand the mic over to a man. Oh, a man that doesn't have a single hair on his body. I've checked. I have checked, and that man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out, and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. Holy dooly, that is... Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your main squeeze. 
Please, Goldie, aka the Goldopotamus, chilling belly up by the Infinity Pool once again at the Pimp Racing Circuit. This gorgeous $42 billion track has all the state of the art facilities. Make sure you say hello to Doris at the front gate. She's lovely, but she needs to clean this place up a little better than she has been. And yes, you're right. I am a hero to hire a 76-year-old pensioner to sweep the 68-mile circuit each and every morning. And I've let her know that if she comes across my Fermi just to park it on up in there, oh, it's a tight fit. Because it is the Park It In My Fermi show, the number one company F1 podcast in the entire world. According to my mum, and she's never wrong. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, livery updates, and much, much more. Episode 107 is coming at you fast and hard, but don't be soft and slow and limp. Stiff and right up. If you want to listen to the older episodes, they're on the number one website that doesn't contain nudity yet. Park it in my firmate.com. Better yet, look down at that podcast listening device and give that subscribe and follow button a little slap and tickle. That way you get to hear this sexy, soothing, smooth sounds each and every week. And there ain't nothing wrong with getting down to dirty and rolling around in the slop with the cold hippopotamus each and every week. Remember the socials ad, park it in my firm, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Slide into those DMs and I'll catch you. Make sure everything's all right. I'll hold you. But what the hell are we going to talk about today? I went and saw the movie, Death on the Nile on the weekend. The hardest thing about watching that film was my penis. Gal Gadot and that Margot Robbie lookalike from Sex Education. Hubba, hubba, whew. But that's not all. We're going to be ranking the liveries that have been exposed so far from worst to first. New audio puts Massey in the hot seat once again. And the Constructors 2022 season championship predictions, as well as much, much more. So without further ado, grab yourself a pimp silk robe from the merch store. Park it in my firmate.com slash merch. Get changed into something a little more comfortable. Light some candles, pour yourself a complimentary double Midori on ice and enter the circuit. Doris has gotten them all ready. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Pierre Gasly is in front for the Alpha Tauri team that won here as Toro Rosso, and they are going to win in 2020 as Alpha Tauri. Pierre Gasly wins the Italian Grand Prix. Oh my, oh my, is that just wonderful. Carlos Sainz comes home for second place, and what a great fight he gave. Lance Stroll completes the podium places. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. What are you waiting for? Go give them a little slap and tickle. First off, I want to give out a huge congratulations for the Super Bowl winning team for the Super Bowl win in Super Bowl Go Football. But we don't have time for sports. Okay, no, I, I totally know it's the Rams. It wasn't a horrible game either. Amazing halftime show. I almost thought Tupac was going to come out and sing. That's how fired up I was for that. Good times. But like I said, there's no time for that because we are on the road. Sing it with me, boys and girls. Damn. Bahrain. Yep. 
we're going. That is exactly where we're going. And because we're on the road to Bahrain, the cars are starting to be revealed a little bit more. They're lifting their teams and lifting their skirts. It's having a little effect on me. Oh, yes. It's having a very, very nice effect on me. Team livery. Woo! That's exactly what they're crazy about, these girls. So now that we've gotten ourselves into the mood to talk about the liveries, we've got to talk about these liveries. And uh, to introduce the liveries, I have got the phone out. I've got the old Nokia 3210. Klaus handed me the little black book with all the phone numbers in there. And I gave Cisco a call. And we collabed. Yeah, it's true. Cisco and I collabed together. Klaus may have also been involved. And we want to introduce the liveries in our own special way. Uh, you don't believe me? <laughs> Take a listen. This thing right here is letting all the ladies know what the guys are really talking about, you know? The liveries, the curves, the tyres. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Uh. Ooh, that paint so sexy fly Them curves, rear wings, I ain't gonna lie Aero packages got me hard Blood flow to my shaft, I am barred uh, You like to drive, halo glistening You got the gradient effect, I'm listening I'm sure your pace is blistering You got me living to be loca She got bends in her wings, wings, wings Paint like bling, bling, bling So hard my ding, ding, ding uh, I think I sing it again She got bend in her wings, wings, wings Paint like bling, bling, bling Always long let me see that livery Baby The livery I like it when the paint glows Baby made the arrow flows The livery Ooh that paint so sexy fly Them curves with your wings I ain't gonna lie Arrow packages got me hard You look at my shaft I'm fully bud uh, You like to drive halo glistening You got the gradient effect I'm listening, I'm sure your pace is blistering You got me living to be that loca She got bends in her wings, wings, wings Paint like bling, bling, bling So hard my ding, ding, ding uh, I think I sing it again She got bend in her wings, wings, wings Paint like bling, bling, bling All night long Let me see that livery Baby, the Livery, 
Cisco's number, did you? You didn't know that. Woo! Damn. That's exactly right. We're going to be ranking now our liveries from worst to first. Just the ones that have come out so far. And once we have all 10 in there, we'll cover them off. But there are just some sexy, sexy contenders out early. So again. Team livery. Yes! Because now we're going to rank the liveries from worst to first. And I think, look, there's been no horrible ones, okay? But we're going to start our number four, Haas. Team Russia, I mean, Team USA, Haas, you've just copied and pasted from last year. The thing is, I'm not even mad about it. But I like the Haas designs from years ago. I don't understand why they need to just go with the Russian flag looking like, yeah, they've got this nice clean. Maybe they're trying to save on paint. Maybe the parts all came in white and they just thought, you know what, let's not paint them. I, I don't get it. It just does nothing for me. I don't know. Because there's so many cars that are, have a lot of large white patches on them that I just, be different, you know? Go purple. I don't know, just something different. Number three on the list, look, Red Bull, and I'm not even mad about it because they've copied and pasted. They've got something that works. They stand out. They're unique. I'm not even upset. Bring me that Red Bull. We knew what the livery was going to be. It looks kind of nice on that shell of a car. I really like it. I really do. Number two on the list, McLaren. Controversial call because everyone is losing their damn minds on this livery right now online. It looks spec. Spectacular. That little that little blue, that little sky blue they put in there with it. Oh my. It looks amazing. I absolutely really, really love it. But I'm gonna have number one. Aston Martin. I love that I love that they've gone with that classic green again. It's a little bit lighter than it was last year, which I really do enjoy. I love the lime green trim they've got on it. It really pops. Also, what the hell are they doing with the shape of their car? It looks interesting. It looks slower. I I don't know. Obviously, we're not going to know anything until testing starts, but you've got me concerned, Aston Martin. You were my pick to start going backwards, and you're going to have a little... We're going to go through our constructor's prediction later on. I'm telling you, a little spoiler alert. They're not climbing. And if they're producing a car that looks like a brick, it's going to sink and go slow towards the back of the pack. Well, at least they'll look good while doing it. But there we go. We're going with house number four. They're the worst of the four out so far. Three Red Bull, and I'm not even mad about that because I actually love that design. It's just simple, simplistic. Just the two ahead of it are just a little bit better. The McLaren number two, controversial, I know. And number one, Aston Martin with that British Racing Green. A little bit lighter version of it. And the trim, that lime trim. Ooh-wee. But that was... Deliveries. Crazy about a shark dress. Team livery. That's what they are. They're crazy about it. Woo. 
What do you guys think? Let me know over at the socials at Parkley, my fair mate, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Damn. For Lewis Hamilton and his personal milestone, he is going to become the first ever driver to reach 100 victories in Formula One. Uh, Brazil and their amazing world champions have only ever produced 106 victories between them. Hamilton is going to get 100. He came into this race as a gladiator. He finds the chequered flag as a centurion. Lewis Hamilton, it's 100 race victories. He wins the Russian Grand Prix and he retakes the championship lead. Get in there, Lewis. That's it, mate. That's the 100. Yeah, well reacted at the end there, Lewis. Beautiful drive, mate. Great effort, guys. Whew. That was hard work, man. It's taken us a long time to get that 100. But so grateful for all of you, for all the work back in the factory and here. Thanks so much for not giving up on me. Well done, Lewis. Great job, man. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived. And, oh, man, is it a game changer? Because inside this package, You'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ooh. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say it's the greatest ball trimmer ever. I'm gonna put it out there. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I mean, Klaus, no, no, Klaus, do not stop the music because we need to start it up again. Oh, damn. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight. You need a more precise shave, it's got you covered. Because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Get in that shower. You thought that was good but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Oh my gosh. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs. Ooh, those delicate nose holes. I've already got a few friends that have purchased that one. It is very nice indeed. And they're... Klaus... You think I'm done talking about Manscaped? No, start her up again. Ooh. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. So will your lady friends. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxes and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code PIMF. P-I-I-M-F for park it in my firme. Manscaped.com, code PIMF. Woo! Performance package 4.0, Klaus. All right, you can stop it now. Stop it now. That's it. Well done, Klaus. All right, boys and girls. Gather around. Uncle Cody needs to have a little chat. Because I'm going to talk about a man, and now he is by far the most hated man in Formula One at the moment. The social media comment section all over the internet, 
are usually a sea that is divided. Toxicity between Lewis Hamilton fans, Max Verstappen fans, all yelling at each other and mentioning how they made love to each other's mothers. But one thing is for certain, what unifies them more than most is their hatred of Massey. <laughs> Everyone is clearly out to rain down hate upon him. Umbrellas aren't big enough for him. Because a very quick recap of what happened, if you don't know. Michael Massey is the race director in Formula One. His primary job is to make sure that the races run smoothly and safely. That's it. His job isn't to hand out penalties. That's the job of the stewards. Another fundamental flaw I'll get into soon. But when an incident happens, like Nicholas Latifi crashing in Abu Dhabi, it was Massey's job to make sure that the car was cleared from the track in a timely fashion. The marshals had to move the car, the safety car was deployed, the crash was investigated while the whole world was shouting at him. He even mentioned to Christian Horner that his main priority isn't to get the race up and running again, it's to make sure that the track is cleared safely and if we can resume racing again, we will. The problem the Australian had though was this, was the closest championship we've had in 50 years, something like that. We entered the final race with Sir Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen on level points. So every single decision in that race was going to have an impact on the championship winner that year. What's frustrating about this is that it all comes down to this. Not the incident in Baku with Max's Pirelli tyre exploding or Hamilton hitting the magic button. Max running wide in Bahrain and getting forced to give back a position to Hamilton. Not Hamilton sending Max into a wall at the British Grand Prix or Hamilton and Verstappen colliding in Monza. Not even the incident in Saudi Arabia where Max and Lewis played silly buggers with each other. No, no, no. We're not talking about those moments this year. And even the moment at the start of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix between Max and Lewis with Lewis running wide to avoid contact with Max and maintaining P1. No, we're not talking about that. The only incident that we're mentioning is that of the last lap of the race. What happened was after that crash, Latifi going into the wall, a safety car was called out and there was only five laps remaining. Immediately, Max Verstappen pitted for fresh tires. Hamilton wasn't able to pit and maintain the position, so he stayed out and the order behind the safety car was Hamilton, five back markers, then Verstappen. In this situation, usually it takes a lap for those back markers to get unlapped and then another lap for the safety car to return to the pits. However, Massey, aware that he was running out of laps, was fearful that he didn't want to end the season behind a safety car, so he ordered that only the five lapped cars unlapped themselves and the safety car immediately returned to the pits. Therefore, giving us one lap of racing where Max was right behind Lewis on fresher tyres, Max overtook Lewis a few turns into the lap and the rest is history. Max wins the race and the championship. Hamilton finishes second and then disappears for two months. Plays some guitar. Has some leaves. I don't know what vegans eat. Has some leaves. You know, wears some funny underwear. That's what Lewis does. And that's okay. After the race, Toto was on the blower to Massey to say how upset he was with the decision to restart and that Massey needed to reinstate the final lap. Massey said, and I quote, Toto, it's called a motor race. We went car racing. You don't believe me? Take a listen. Go ahead, Toto. You need to reinstate the lap before. That's not right. Toto? Yes. It's called a motor race, okay? Sorry? We went to car racing. It was an utter shit show, but 
it led to the most entertaining race of last season, if not the history of the sport. However, some new audio has surfaced. A conversation between Jonathan Wheatley from Red Bull and Michael Massey. Take a listen to this. Obviously, those lap cars, you don't need to let them go right the way around and catch up with the back of the pack. Understood. You need to let them Understood. go. Just give us a second. And then we've got a motor race on our hands. Now, this conversation between Wheatley and Massey occurred while the cars were still parading around the track behind the safety car. The troubling thing here is that Massey used the term motor race with Toto to justify why they restarted. We just heard that. It was almost as if Massey was the puppet and Wheatley and Red Bull pulling the strings. They were the puppet masters. I'm not a Lewis Hamilton or Mercedes fanboy. Don't get me wrong. In fact, full disclosure, I wanted Max to win last year. But this new audio is damning and hurts Massey a lot. Now, do I think that Massey was bad at his job? Yes, kind of. Yeah, I do. But do I think there are a lot of other people out there that can step into an F1 race director's role left by Charlie Whiting? No, not at all. Charlie had a team and history with all the constructors. Massey is a man on an island by himself at the moment. He's the grade four stepping up to the grade sevens. He was prey being led to the slaughter. And it wasn't a case of if Massey were to stuff up in this role, but when. Because the FIA and Formula One didn't give him a fighting chance at all. Now I'm not sitting here calling for Massey's head, no. I want to see him back. I want to see him back with one or two other people as well though. I love the team radio between the race director and the team engineers. I love the team principals. That back and forth is hilarious to me. But Massey needs to be reinstated or, or invited back with a cup, with a bit of help to assist in the hundreds of things going on during a race. You think about it for a second. There are 10 teams. And if an incident out there happens involving four or five of them, then they're all going to be on the radio to Massey bitching and moaning and trying to convince him for a decision in their driver's favour. It's not easy. Give him a team. That brings me on to the point and I've mentioned it a hundred times already, that the stewards should not be a bunch of so-and-sos that they swap in and out from race to race. Get a team of stewards that are there from race one through to race 23, or however many races there are. And that way then the penalties are consistent and teams know for sure what they can and can't do. Because I'm not blaming drivers for forcing their competition wide. I'm not. I don't blame Max at all for pushing Hamilton off the track five or six times. Because he wasn't given a penalty the first time, so why give him a penalty the second time? Or the third, or the fourth, and then sometimes he gets one or sometimes he doesn't. But that's all I'm going to say about it. We've heard the new audio. We've compared it to the old audio. I'm now going to play the full incident from when the safety car was deployed to when Max won the World Drivers' Championship in 2021. Unbelievable scenes. I know Lewis Hamilton fans aren't big fans of this, but... It was one of the most entertaining races I've ever seen in my life. Unbelievable races of all time. Take a listen. Oh no, Nicholas Latifi has crashed and I think that is at turn 14. That will be a safety car and, and coming into the pits. Max Verstappen, Hamilton stays out. Verstappen coming into the pits and I would imagine there's a set of soft tires waiting for him to go onto that Red Bull car. Yes, it is. Will, they, will we get any more racing laps or not? What jeopardy at the end of this Grand Prix, the end of this World Championship. 
will there be any more racing laps? If there are, then Verstappen has got the tyres to really do something with them. And lapped cars will not be allowed to overtake. It's not mandatory in the regulations, which leaves Verstappen with a lot of work to do then. Lap cars will not be allowed to overtake. Yeah, of course. Typical decision. It's classic. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Why are we getting these lap cars out of the way? Just give me, well, because Christian, just give me a second. Okay, my main big one is to get this uh, incident clear. This is the safety car coming in this lap. We think it should do, could do. Lapped cars uh, to overtake the safety car. Uh, so Norris and Alonso and Ocon and Leclerc and Vettel to and overtake it's it. And, and it's, it's ending. Wow. So uh, there's confusion, but the safety car is coming in at the end of this lap. So they, those back markers allowed to overtake the safety car. Michael, this isn't right. It has left Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen side by side. Hamilton will be ahead. Verstappen is absolutely desperate to get on with this on that soft compound tyre. We're going to have one lap of racing to decide the championship in 2021. Hamilton has the advantage. Verstappen has the faster, fresher tyres. And we have got 3.2 miles of racing action all the way to the chequered flag as the crowd roar the drivers on to the final lap of this race and Verstappen sets after Hamilton. Is it going to be a first world championship for Verstappen? Is it going to be an eighth world championship for Lewis Hamilton? Where can Verstappen try and get past Hamilton? First overtaking zone is normally down into turn five. Is Verstappen far enough back? He's going to make the lunge down the inside. Hamilton sees him coming. It's a late lunge by Verstappen who takes the lead of the race. Verstappen now snatches the championship trophy from Lewis Hamilton, who's trying to fight back. No DRS for two laps, so Lewis Hamilton will not get the rear wing open. He's now got he's to... going to go down the outside. If Verstappen keeps it tight and neat, but he hasn't, he's gone a little bit wide. This race that started with controversy is ending with controversy. No, Michael, no, no, Michael, that was so not right. Here comes Lewis Hamilton, though, down the back straight. He's got a slipstream. He almost touches Verstappen. of all the magic moments in Formula One in 2021. It comes down to this. And at this moment, it looks like it's going to go the way of Max Verstappen. Mercedes not happy. Red Bull will be delighted. They have shared a brilliant championship battle, but the championship can only be won by one. And it's going Dutch in 2021. Max Verstappen, for the first time ever, is champion of the world. Lewis Hamilton finishes in second place after leading for so, so long. Oh, my Lord, Max! Oh, my God! What do you guys think? Does the new audio mean that that is it for Massey? Or will the FIA and Formula One finally do the right thing and give him some support? Let me know on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh my, class. Whew. I'm uh, I'm sorry to do this, but uh, Cisco is not happy with the, the song we collabed on. He, he just heard it then. He thinks there were a few errors. Can't believe that I just did it in one take. I, and I know. I'm shocked too. He's upset because that was absolutely flawless. Absolutely amazing. But I, I better take this phone call. You keep the people entertained. I'll be back in a minute, okay? All right, cheers. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, my Lord. Back. We had a massive first half talking about Massey being sassy and the liveries, but you don't go anywhere because the second half is going to be bigger than the nose on Prost's face. We are predicting the Constructors' title for the 2022 F1 season, so make sure you stick around, and if you haven't yet, subscribe and follow. Slap that button right there because some bangers coming out in the next few weeks as we get ready for season number 2022 in Bahrain. I'm fired up. Klaus, have you, Klaus, give us a look. Have you tackled the nose hairs? Even Doris has shaved using Manscaped.com's products. Come on, Klaus, you can do better than that. Make sure you like those socials as well. But Klaus, I'm just buying time. You need to fade me out. Do you not know anything? I've been doing this for a while. Max, so let's give the position back to Hamilton. Obviously, do that strategically. Oh, they've touched the and they've back. collided. Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. How much damage on Hamilton's Mercedes? What has happened there? Verstappen being told to give the place back to Lewis Hamilton. Slowed down on the straight. Hamilton ran into the back of the Red Bull. Just what is going on here in Jeddah tonight? Max left a lot of space to the inside. But then he accelerated immediately away from it again, didn't he? Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. Make sure you like those socials. Because if you do that, then you get a little wink and a, and a little high five from your boy, the Cordy, the Cordopotamus. <laughs> Rolling around in the slop next to the infinity pool here in this huge... Pimp Racing Circuit, 55 straights, four pit lanes. It's just 27 chicanes. Absolutely remarkable. It's got a it's got a roof too, retractable roof in case it rains. That's how good this 73 mile circuit is. Absolutely incredible. But when I'm bareback by the infinity pool, just enjoying a couple of double Midoris on ice. Sometimes I look over at. Uh, Look over at Mrs. Cordopotamus. Give her the old wink. How you doing, bub? Hey, hey bub. How you doing? 
It's just not interested. <laughs> That's until I put this song on. And this gets her in the mood every single time. I'm like, baby, you come here right now. Give daddy some sugar. Yes. Uh, what? Yes. Kiss me. Woo! Got a And this is called a Together. Babies. That's what we're doing every time. Every time this song comes on. It just drives her crazy. And you're going to be hearing a lot more of this song as we get closer and closer to the 2020 season because... On the road, on the road. Yeah, we're exactly on the road. Hop in my car, baby. Because we're all going to Bahrain. Get excited. Everybody sing it now. On the road to Bahrain. Yep. That's exactly where we're going. I am very, very excited indeed, but we can't keep dilly-dallying. We gotta get down to business. I gotta start telling you about the constructors' predictions. Now it's a magical time of year where we sit back and we start watching the teams unveil their liveries. Ooh, and I'll enjoy that. You heard it earlier, I love that. Now we study the images as close as possible to see the differences in the aerodynamics, in the body, What? What's really more likely though, is the teams are just showing us a shell of the car. And what we see now compared to what we see in Bahrain round one will be completely different. But that's not enough for me. I'm gonna sit back with my double Midori on ice and tell you exactly where the teams will end up at the end of this season. I've already gone through the driver's championship predictions, check out the previous episode, but now it's time for the teams. And there will be some surprises, don't get me wrong. So enough dicking around. It's time to start going through the constructors and predict exactly where they will finish at the end of the season. We're going to start off at number 10, Haas. Look, there's no secret that Haas were going to appear there number 10th. I predicted that Mick would have a single point this upcoming season and Nikita Mazepin. Cause you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old That's man's exactly money. That's exactly what you could do, Klaus. You're on today. I'm looking over at you. Your, your finger's hovering over the buttons. You knew I was gonna talk about him. But Mazepin will fail to score. That's what I'm predicting. So with one point, they aren't going to be rising up the ladder quickly, no. However, I do predict that Haas will be much better. And what shocked me with the livery reveal was not the livery itself. What a generic copy and paste job that was. But it was the shape of the car. It's very, very, very different to what Aston Martin have produced. So the question will be, which car's got it right for the upcoming season? I'm super giddy and excited about this. But don't get me wrong. Inexperience is going to cost the team once more. Haas dead last again. I'm sorry. Take that to the bank with you. Coming in at number nine, Williams. Now, I would love nothing more than to be wrong about this one, but we haven't had a sneak peek at their 2022 livery yet. But I'm hoping that they turn it around. They replaced George Russell with Alex Albon, and I think it's safe to say that the Williams haven't traded a like-for-like there. With them not improving in the driver lineup, they're relying on other teams to get worse in order to move up the grid, and I just don't see that happening. Williams with a couple of points, but comfortably, comfortably ahead of Hustle. Number eight, despite having such a sexy, sleek 
smooth livery. I think they've got it all wrong. Aston Martin, the body of that F1 car. Ooh. I think Lance Stroll. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. See, I think Lance Stroll is actually going backwards and not being able to just copy Mercedes car like for like anymore means that Aston Martin are still figuring out how to do everything themselves. But this year is going to be a little different one for him. I predict that Seb Vettel does Seb Vettel things and challenges like a lion. But Stroll is losing it. The car performance won't be there and they'll make up some excuses for their failure like they did this year because that's what they do. Coming in at number seven, Alfa Romeo. See, I really like this team. I'm really excited to see what they can do. And although Zoe is the only true rookie on the grid and will take some time getting his feet, Bottas is there. And that means that they'll be in with a fighting chance for some points. They are solid. That's what 2021 taught us about that car. They were never good and they were never god awful. They just were. But with Bottas there and some aero improvements and Aston Martin getting worse, I can see them challenging AlphaTauri for sixth. The problem is that Gasly is a freak in that car and will drag that Red Bull sister car higher on the grid than it deserves because number six on there is AlphaTauri. Now, Alpha Gasly, I mean Alpha Tauri, if he isn't switched on or feeling that car, they'll go backwards. And with some Sonoda cash troubles, meaning he crashes too many times that the team spend all their resources on fixing his car, it may mean that Alpha Tauri really struggled this year. We're now going to be two years removed from the magical Monza win with Pierre Gasly. Since then, we haven't had much sunshine and roses, and the team always seem to make the wrong call when it comes to tyre selection. It's unbelievable how wrong they get it. But that's why I've got Alpha Tauri in at number six. But, uh, Klaus, I was looking over and I got a little distracted. I was going to go straight on to number five, but I can't do that now. No, you're not in trouble. No, Klaus, you're not in trouble this time. But you see that over there? You see Doris in the miniskirt? 103-year-old Doris? What's she drinking out of? That's right, that pimp mug. Oh, she looks good while doing it. You hit that yet, Klaus? Oh. I'll tell you why she looks good in that. Because of the design on that mug. We've got a team of designers around the world working 26 hours a day designing the best logos, graphics you could possibly imagine so that your shirts, hoodies, and mugs look bellissimo. You know why I've done that? You got to give the people now. We give the people what they want. Of course we give them what they want. They want to look good in their pimp merch. They want to wear something they're proud of out and about to share the love with the people. The best way to do that is go to parkertomyfermate.com slash merch. Chuck in a code to get yourself a further 5% off podcast exclusive five because you guys are the best in the world. My podcast listeners, yes. Podcast exclusive five, 5% off. Better yet, sign up. Link in description to join the Patreon. Get a further 20% off on top of that. Oh, I can't make this. You know why I've done this? You know why I've done this. You got to That's give why. the people. Yes. We give the people what they want. Oh, oh, I see that look on your face. You're worried. You see those prices. You see the products. You go... 
Yeah, you're going to give us all this discount, but then when we go to pay, you're going to you're going to make it all up in your shipping. I see what's going on. No, you don't, you idiots. You're so stupid, the lot of you. Bunch of morons. Hey, no, 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 come back. Where are you going? Come back, come back. You know why? Because shipping is free worldwide. We get a people what they want. Well, well, hell, well. <coughs> it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Whew. Now that that's done, Klaus. Pay a couple of the bills, you know. Keep the lights on. Whew. We're going on with the rest of the grid. Up to number five, Alpine. Definitely pronounced Alpine. No one's caught on yet. Alpine at number five. I can never make up my mind with these two at Alpine. I just can't. Sometimes I can't stand Ocon and Alonso. And other times, I think Alpine have done the perfect job and got the best two drivers for that team. And with Oscar Piastri waiting in the wings, they have a bright future ahead of them. Yes, indeed. They want to get back up there. They want to get back into the fight of the best of the rest. And to be honest, I can see them getting McLaren this season. I haven't predicted it. There's no guarantee that McLaren will produce a reasonable car again. I don't think Alpine get a win this year. But I believe they are going to be somewhat consistent. Expect them to put the fear into the gorgeous orange McLaren because coming in at number four is that McLaren. All right. One of the best liveries so far. That splash of blue in there is amazing, and I love it. McLaren should be aiming to blow Ferrari out and get the best of the rest title, but I can't see it happening. I think Ferrari's driver lineup is more consistent, and I hate to say it, but more gorgeous. And with that run Ferrari had at the end of the 2021 season, they seem more switched on. But that could also mean that the McLaren were working on the 2022's cars more often, more frequently towards the end of the year. It's going to be a real unknown on the grid to see how they go more so than most teams. We have no idea what McLaren are going to be able to produce other than a sexy fucking livery. Gorgeous. Coming in at number three, Ferrari. Now this is going to be a real shock of the season for most people. Obviously not you guys. Not fans of the podcast, no, because I'm telling you right now, Ferrari, they're going to have an amazing year. They will be dialed in with developing an amazing car and will outperform and outshine everyone else on the grid, apart from Red Bull and Mercedes. They will frustrate other teams with their consistency and their upsets, in particular in Baku and Monaco. I think they're going to go back to back there, baby. They will ruin more chairs as the women around the world lose control of their nethers at the sight of these two gorgeous men, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Oh, baby, baby. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. That's right. 
got a hair on his body either. Uh, uh. See, Ferrari are going to finish third, and I don't think it's going to be that close. I think they're going to be third ahead of McLaren by a fair distance. They'll be closing in on Red Bull. Coming in at number two, here we go, is Red Bull. And I can see Red Bull finishing second. And I don't think they are going to be head and shoulders above Ferrari on the Constructors' Championship table. They're not going to be so far ahead of them. No, I think Sergio Perez hurts them. I don't think the consistency is going to be there for him. And with Max Verstappen trying to do a Pierre Gasly and carry the entire team, it isn't going to be enough. No, Red Bull, number two. So that means number one on the list is Mercedes. Mickety Merck, Mickety Merck, Mercedes. And it's not going to be close. Mercedes will win the Constructors' Championship and it will be by a country mile. George Russell and Sir Lewis Hamilton, the greatest driver this sport has ever seen, will be just too good, too often. They'll be too good too often. Mercedes might not have a clear favourite there for the title, for the individual driver with Max Verstappen always lurking to steal some wins away. But with these two excellent drivers up front, that leaves them in a great position to keep stacking on the points and running away with the Constructors' titles. So what do you guys think? Have I got it right? Do you believe it's going to be Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, one, two, three? Let me know over on the socials, at Parkley, my fair mate, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And remember, guys, get 20% off and free shipping with code PIMPH at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PIMPH. Help tame the love jungle you have in your pants with Manscaped. You need to tame that beast. But that's going to do it for episode 107. Make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listening device. Visit the website, parkingbyfermate.com, link in description. Pick yourself up something nice from the store. You know, Doris is going to be waiting. She's wearing something low cut too. I'm, I'm looking over at it. Ooh, damn. And of course, if you want to get further discounts on it, sign up to be a patron. Join the Legends Club. I can see them up in the skybox right there, sipping on their unlimited double Midoris on ice. And they're, they're having a great time. It's the Queen herself, Austin. And of course, our latest member, Caleb, having the time of their life. So make sure you stop by and say hello. But as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.